All right, Moritz Alba's here. Second appearance on this podcast. We did it. My records. <laughs> it was the first time you appeared. It was like episode twenty. Yeah, something. Now twenty we're here, something. Episode two thousand fifty-six. You made it. Yeah, you know? two thousand fifty-six. Stitcher Premium feels really good to have. 2056 episodes under my belt. Yeah, man. Got that McElroy sponsorship? I love the sponsorship. That's yeah. really what made it worthwhile, the whole damn thing, you yeah, know? Man, it worked out. So what's going on? How are you guys? Man, what's we, been happening since the last time you were We've been hanging here? out. We've been hanging out. Uh, we put out this new album in March. It's not that new anymore. It's a couple months old, but put that thing out, recorded it over the course of like six months or so. Uh, trying to think. I don't know. My drummer's looking at me like super intently right Rizzo. now. So Rizzo, welcome something I back, need to say. Riz. <laughs> welcome back, Rizzy. Uh, yeah, it's good. To, it's good to be here. <laughs> Great to have you here, Riz. Rizzo, such a stare to him. Rizzolian Isles. Really intense. <laughs> um, what else has been happening, man? I mean, like, we worked on this new album. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say I was like stuck in like the sunken place for a little while, so we didn't really go too far with promoing this thing. But slowly but surely, I think people have been sort of picking up on it. Without yeah, you're doing some promo like, right now. Yeah, exactly. Without having us to you know, reach you're into in the, the promo ether. zone right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Our friend Micah started playing bass for us over the last like year or so, and she's like, I don't know, like makes us all better players. That's great. Yeah, yeah. you guys. New record sounds great. Tell me about Thank the you. recording writing process behind this yeah. album. So we ended up, let me try to think. So like after our last album came out, I was sort of writing on and off for this stuff and I was sort of stuck. So Sebi actually helped me write um, a couple of the songs and like get some of the melodies down and like, you know, helping out with guitar and, and sort of like compositional stuff. So took some of the weight off. And then when we ended up, we were like, you know, ready to do this thing. Um, we, excuse me, went through a kind of a couple different we went through kind of a couple different situations before going into choosing like the final way we were going to record it. So we ended up recording it out in Sunset Park with some of the like Shea Stadium guys. Our buddy RJ ended up recording it. And then so it was at Adam Reese's studio and um, our buddy RJ ended up recording it. Uh, RJ Gordon. Yeah, yeah. It was a real sweetie pie. Uh, it was kind of like our first time in like a like a real real ish sort of like studio. The last the first one we did was just in like a warehouse basically not to like delegitimize the, the way that place ran it was just like a large open space and this was like a like a smaller studio with like tons of gear in it and like real things that we had to patch in you know um basically did that over like six months though we like tracked waited a couple months did overdubs waited a couple months for mixing got the mixing back and oh, here we are did you guys find that process stressful going into a different setting, oh real or more quote unquote real studio? Bro, you know, bro, yeah. don't be stressed. Yeah, I just want to say, um, I don't think I've ever been that high trying to record an album <laughs> in my entire life. I've been playing bass for a long time and I've recorded a bunch of stuff and like, yeah, between every, we would do two takes go into the control room and listen to it and smoke another J. Yeah. And we did that for actually 12 hours straight, just smoking all day. I'm honestly proud we didn't end up with like a reggae record at the end, you know? <laughs> That's the like, only reason I played some of these songs on time. Yeah, well, that ass. No, it's, it's funny, like, I think we ended up doing the earlier takes for a lot of the songs because we ended up just getting so stoned and it, like falling <laughs> apart towards the end. <laughs> yeah, that's basically kind of what ended up happening. Some Morris Alba way. Uh, we, um... <laughs> 
we just smoke a lot of weed. Nice. That's, that's, that's cool. Happening. It's part of the creative process. Don't tell the cops. Right? Don't tell your families. Yeah, don't tell any, cops, don't, don't narc on Morris yeah. Alba listeners. You fuckers. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't tell them. Keep nobody. it to yourself, okay? Yeah. Don't tell Aunt Sebi. Keep your, uh, keep your reefer. <laughs> don't tell Sebi's mom, dude. Don't be a buzz. It's a little too yeah. late for that. <laughs> Please, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> Turn it off. It's about to but, get wild. So, so tell me, last time you were on the show, though, you had a different bass player, right? Yeah. And Micah came on board. How'd uh, Micah? How'd you come on board? Well, they yeah. posted on Facebook. Yeah, we po- we basically just posted on Facebook like, hey, we needed a new bassist. And um, so did you guys know each other? Or yeah, yeah. Kinda? Micah and I went to high school together. We went to high school together, and then Marcel was living in Harlem at the time, and I was living in Harlem at the time, and I was like, hey, we're neighbors. And you need a bass player, so uh, it just kind of worked out. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Really nice. It worked out more than perfectly. You played bass in this band back in like uh, 2011 or something. Yeah, back when Marcel was recording like the first Morris Alba EP demos in high school, I would always like cut class to go chill with him while he was recording. and I tracked bass on one of the tracks back yeah. way back when. Super funny. If yeah. you want to like find it on Bandcamp. If anyone wants to find a song called MDMA Part Two <laughs> online, she Got, plays bass on yeah, it. Yeah, I play bass on it. Um, and now I'm back. It's been a long journey. Yeah, and now I'm finally we get to have you back again. <laughs> Great yeah. Morris Alba journey. Yeah, You're part of man. it. I just end up stealing people from everyone else's bands after they leave. Um, that's basically what ends up happening. But, uh, I, I was in the Mountain Goats, and he just snatched me up. <laughs> I just literally, yeah. <laughs> I knew, uh, yeah, I saw you. That's why I'm so clean shaven. Yeah. Nice, dude. Wow. Yeah, it's a little cold. That's great. I didn't know you were in the Mountain Goats, Sebby, no. but I felt you had that vibe. Yeah, I was, really... I was Billy Goat. <laughs> Stop, dude, no. They're like the Spice Girls. They're each a different goat. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That is exactly how that band works. It's multiple people, and they all have different names. They're all different people. Though. They're all different. They all are different people in that band. They're not the same person. There's John Wooster's in that band now. So. Yeah, I saw that guy play drums for uh, Bob Mould like, uh, like a month or two. Yeah, ago. he's that guy, busy. He's, he got really um uh, stretchy arms. Yeah, I wish I was supposed to go to that show, but I double booked. I had tickets to Rangers game with my dad. So, yeah, it is more important. Lundfist. It is oh, more yeah. important. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I, I would definitely era. go to that instead yeah. of Bob Mould because I love <laughs> my dad a lot. Yes, yeah, and yeah, that I really wanted to go to shows though, but because I love seeing good, Bob Mould, he's great. Yeah, man. But tell me, new records called Nightmare slash Miracle. Yeah, what's with that oh, dichotomy? Talk- tell me about it. Uh, it's from a couple different things. Like part of it was like, and I hate to to pull like the blanket like artist statement but it was like my like my mental state at the time was like pretty is dichotomous like even a word like it was like so i was feeling a bunch of different ways about a bunch of different things and it was pretty stuck um and then in the meantime it, it sort of it sort of worked as like a, a double meaning because of the, the way our like album recording process went or just like it was a lot of sort of waiting and then like tracking for a long time and then sort of waiting and then tracking for a long time and then waiting and then it was just like it basically felt like the process was nightmarish and then like it ended up being sort of a miracle that we saw the, the thing through. So it's a little tongue-in-cheek. Basically. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of hard. Wow. The real, yeah, man. Uh, the real miracle would be is if uh, we got scooped up by, you know, Sony, Warner Brothers. If BMG. you're listening, please. Sub Pop. Please give us money. Yeah. <laughs> Sub Pop. 
Double whammy. Yeah. Merch records. Brian Eno. You think Brian Eno's out there? He's definitely out there. Yo, he definitely listens to podcasts too. Like he's got to listen to. He probably listens to that podcast, Sleep with Me. You ever heard of that one? Yeah. Seems like it's really good. His thing. He seems like the kind of guy that would fall asleep to someone like saying a bunch of like nothing for him to fall asleep. So you were saying Sebi kind of co-wrote uh, the songs. Yo. That's different from the first record, right? Yeah. Which is so the mostly first, your stuff. The first record was like all the songs that I just sort of accumulated, and I was like, like I really yeah. needed to like just put them out, and I was like, hey guys, come on, let's let's do these. And the second time around, I was like, all right, I can breathe, like I can actually like, you know, trust like the people that I'm with, and like feel good about it, and like. You know, Sebi's the uh, the OG homeboy, so I had to like. Yeah, you guys are good. You friends. know, I had to do it to him. You guys are definitely good friends. I feel the chemistry. Well, <laughs> well I mean, you guys yeah. like, you guys like, like. No, we're buddies. Blah 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 blah. But that's good. Though. Yeah, we hang out. That's how. Yeah, you... we give each other the, the odd uh, Stone Cold Stunner every now and then. Like, yeah, we're like. Sometimes a you need to give your friends Stone Cold Stunners. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them in fucking line. Yeah. You know? I'm definitely giving you like, a couple back rubs at this point. Yeah, and I smell what you're cooking. You smell what I'm cooking. A lot of wrestling references going on. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, man. For everyone out there, that was The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. If you weren't a follower of wrestling, (laughs) if you weren't a follower of wrestling in the late 90s, early aughts, that's what that phrase comes from. What's he doing now? Is he. um... He's like the most famous, well, uh, richest movie star ever. I've read that, yeah. Anything I would have heard of? (laughs) <laughs> Fast and the Furious oh, right. Fast yeah, and the Furious right, yeah. I think Fast he was in um, What was that movie? Insect? What was that movie that he was in? Insect? I think it was called Insect Did he, was, was he the one from Jumanji? He might have been I think it was Jumanji oh. 2 Yeah, the too. second one The oh, sequel yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, which also featured The the girl from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt too. Oh, uh, A lot of people uh, A lot of like uh, Random uh, cast um, in that film The main um, Yeah The main oh, Kimmy Schmidt Kimmy Schmidt the office Yeah, yeah, yeah Jabba oh, in the hut. She's great. She's great. This is gonna kill me. Ellie Kemper. Oh yeah, Jack Black. Sebi. <laughs> yeah. Pulling to out what the name. Really? So, oh yeah. So Sebi, Sebi, like I don't know. He had some cool guitar riffs in mind. We were like basically in the middle. I was like, damn, Sebi, I'm stuck on this thing, and because I'm be like trying to show him a song. I'll be trying to like show him something, and I would be like, "Why don't we try this part in uh, fourteen nine time signature?" And Marcel was like, yeah, "That's what we need." Yeah, basically, yeah. and it worked yeah, out. Yeah, it is a little more mathy than the bit. last record. Yeah, tell me about that. What was uh, influencing you? For a lot of eighties King that? Crimson. Oh yeah, shit. And, and Palm and Crag- Palm's awesome. And Cragmas too. We were, our buddies from friends. Connecticut. They just put a new record out too. Real heavy, real good. Yeah, Crag Mask number number one. Yeah, yes, it's called Ben. We're, let's promo their album for them, dude. <laughs> it's um, really good. It's yeah. really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we. I would say like a mix between like some heavier kind of stuff and then like you know the lighter side of like the proggy and because we're not like, I mean, Sebi's really big into like the sort of prototypical math rock stuff and then like I'm more of a poser and just try to listen to like like seventies prog music, which is not the same. Not the same. I'm air quoting. Um, but uh it like has those elements but it's weird it doesn't sound yeah you know yeah we're not trying to rip anyone off sounds like something all your own i hope so you know well with that part in this in scene machine uh, that was like kind of like 
very palmy. Yeah, I definitely. Really yeah, we, we, we have multiple palm parts too. <laughs> on a, the jig is really up, dude. On a, on Lalo and the Shag, that whole like breakdown that we have. Oh, that whole midsection. The whole midsection. Yeah. We were like, oh man, let's just like try to write something like palm. But they wouldn't have done something. Yeah, consciously. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. It came out way different. Yeah, it came out different. Yeah, but your but your music has like more emotion than I hope so. than Palm. <laughs> I like Palm, and I'm not, yeah. it's not like a rip on them, but I just feel like uh, it has more of a. Well, it's a part of know, their aesthetic because they're some, like aliens. Yeah. Well, part, I would say like for some bands, it's like the like the technique for technique's sake, and then we try to I'd like at least like it's really hard for me to just like do something cool without having like some kind of context for me behind it. So I think that's where the like again air quoting like the more emotional aspect of everyone air quotes are happening yeah um it's like at least i try to i I need some kind of context for myself to do that i can't just like pull i can't just pull some shit out and be like this is cool and do it i need i need my homeboys to back me up yeah me too yeah everything all the time yeah yeah man need context dude i need context for what i'm listening to and, and making important Tell me about some of the songs on these re- on this record. What are some of your favorites? You guys are about to play a full band live set. Yeah. Coming right up. You're about to play. What What are you going to play? Yeah. Tell me about some of these songs that we're going to hear. Well, well, let like me see. Let me, pull up, yeah, let me pull up my set list here. So, I mean, these are probably... if Basically, what we pulled out here is like a, a Morris Alba sampler. These are the ones you wanted to hear. And you're like, oh man, I only got like 20 minutes to listen to these people. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah, these new, are these old. are the ones. Yeah, yeah. So we picked a couple, mostly new ones, and then like a little some older ones. Of uh, what we yeah, a little charcuterie plate of uh, you know trimmings. If it was the Spotify, this is Morris Alba playlist. Basically, yeah. yeah the, I mean, we had, the, so yeah. tracks from that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I like. I mean, one of my favorites is we start with Lalo, but one of my favorites is Sea Machine. Um, the other one is. Um, which we call it, Turf Crusher. That's what we called. Uh, I can curse on this. Fuck turfs. The first song on the new record is excellent. Thank I you. Lay low in the shag. Yeah. We got that line from uh, from a regular show. There's a there's an episode. It's the every meat every meat burrito episode. <laughs> um, there's a guy. Uh, there's like a guy that's hiding in the back of their old like junked out car that they got from High Five Ghost's brother, uh, in like the little police auction site. Because, you know, they need a car to go get um, all beef burritos, all meat burritos, whatever. So yeah, it was like an old getaway car in the 70s that the dude had, like, uh, he d- he dove into, like, the shag carpet of the car. He's like, I thought I'd lay low in the shag. And it's like the whole universe inside the shag carpet. Oh, wow. It's like a negative zone. Uh, so they chase him into the shag, and then they manage to get out. Yeah. That's great. It was a good... Um, Didn't know where the title came from. Right. So yeah. that's cool. Well, I think yeah, we, were watching, good to know. we were watching that episode one day, and, you know, uh, smoking only cigarettes. We don't smoke weed. Mom. Ever. Mom. Contrary to things that may have been stated. <laughs> Contrary to things we said five minutes ago. But I think, yeah, we just, like, we were watching it, and, like, the line happened, and we, like, both at the same time were like, we should name a song that. Yeah. So, J.G. Quintel, creator of Regular Show, thank yeah, yeah please, please make a video for us. So Lalo in the shag. <laughs> what else? You, what else you got on on deck for us? Um, so we got some older songs too. We have a song called uh, "There's a Song in Here Somewhere," which we did. That was our first album called "Stay Asleep." Awesome. Um, I love "Stay Asleep." Available on 
cassette. Cassette tape. Via oh, Morris Alba. Morrisalba.bandcamp.com. That's great. That's really cool. That's fucking cool. I, it's, so, it's somewhere. Yeah, you got one somewhere. Here somewhere. Somewhere here. I'm sniffing it out. printed by B-Side. Um, oh, yeah, and then um, I think, Tom, you oh, know, yeah. you were mentioning this... A little bit earlier, he had a special request, so I think we'll play Moment You Crash for you. Love that song. If you're interested in that. And, one, so. yeah. I also really like Winter, but I don't want to push it. You know? It's okay. Well, listen, maybe we'll, we'll email you over. Maybe we'll play point. Winter at the end of the show, just the recorded track. That would yeah. be cute, Tom. That'd be cute interested. to close out the show. Yeah, I'm cute like that. You yeah, know? bro, you're hanging out. You're not here with that spud sweaty cannon with shirt. Sweaty with the spud cannon. Yeah. yeah, I saw the spud cannon shirt in there, and I was like, well, you guys are from Bard College. Well, you are. Yeah. Right? Well, three of us yeah. are. Yeah, three of you. And they're from Vassar, which is also up there. Okay, so. There are. Uh, Bard's sworn enemies is Vassar, but it's the kind of situation where Vassar's like Bard who? (laughs) (laughs) We have like a a rivalry that uh, only we care about. I would say Micah is Bard affiliated. I feel like, I think you've been up there enough to be considered like a Bard. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I stopped going there. I never, I never played a show there. I have a Bard t-shirt though, so it's complicated. I never played a show at Bard. I have a Bard t-shirt and I'm friends with a ton of Bard people. So people think I went there, but yeah. I never it's did. It's just that association. Yeah, I've never even played a show there. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Bard College, what an institution. Go Root Cellar. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they took, uh, not, not the Root Cellar, I mean uh, Bard. They yeah. took that uh, Jeffrey Epstein money and... Uh, yeah, they really. Yeah, did. I saw they you really posted did. that. Well, that's not cool. Yeah, they really. They've uh, they they really made some bad investments. Uh, but I think we were talking about cool. it. Um, that that great band is also from Bard. Oh, there's right now. Who's Steely, Steely Dan? Dan. Steely Dan dude. <laughs> oh yeah, Palm too, but Palm, more importantly, yeah. Steely Dan. Palm? I didn't know Palm was from Bard. Yeah, I yo. was thinking of Paul Bird. Paul Bird. Also yeah. from Bard. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Bird is awesome. Yeah. Damn. But fucking Steely motherfucking Dan. Yeah. Let's get one thing Let's straight. Let's get yeah. The, they're the goats. Forget hate, the mountain they goats. Hate that Steely yeah. Dan are the yeah. goats. Yeah, yeah. They don't. That song, My Old School, is about Bard Call. Yeah. There you go. Chevy Chase was their original drummer before they uh, turned into Steely Dan. What? Yeah. I didn't know that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah, he suck at the drum they were Steely Dan. It was like yeah. their. Uh... It was Chevy Chase on the yeah. drums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. And he uh, sucked. I'm sure he up. did. That's why. I don't, I don't know that. Isn't he like a truther or something now? No, he's an asshole. Oh, he's I know an he's an asshole. An asshole. <laughs> he's not a true. He's not a 9/11 truther, but he is an asshole. He's a yeah <laughs> truther adjacent. Yeah, they're adjacent to each <laughs> other. <laughs> All right, Morris Alba about to pick up their guitars, sit on the drum. You know, not Rizzo's about to songs sit. up. Yeah, Long everything's show. set up. Everything's set up, and they're just about to go over there and start playing in five seconds. Let's so, do it. Hurry up! Hey, guys. hit it, Marcel! Okay. Hit it! All right, I'm running over to my guitar right now. I okay. hope I don't pop a string in the middle of a song. You want? You want to call it? Okay. What time is it? The time is quarter after.
wanna be a part of it. I just wanna be a part of it. I just wanna be a part of it. I just wanna be a part. Thanks.
right, we're going to tune up again. Just love it. Oof. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for sticking around to Tom's house. Yeah. Bring it on down to Tom's house. It's like, um, oh, Gallo Hall. Yeah, man. Uh, echoing chambers. Um, this is really giving me like Bear in the Big Blue House kind of vibes.
second, we did it, finally. Damn, you got the GoPro and everything. There you go. That's sick. I've actually never seen those before. You just wrap it around. All right. God bless the man Tom Gallo. This song is for him. This song is called Moment You Crash. This is off of a different record that we did.
Thank you. hanging out here for looking at us. Yeah. Finally, where's my five-timer jacket, bro? Oof. This song is called Morning Breath. It makes, it's about when your like, partner's breath is like super stinky, but it's also about something else. is 
Thank you. We're back. Morris Alba playing live in the Look at My Records living room. Mm -hmm. Because that room's the studio, actually. The Look at My Records studio. We're not in there because we played live out here. Yeah, we did it. We got some spectators in the live studio audience. Hey, live studio audience. Yeah. Shouts out to my beautiful fiance and my little brother, Philip. Hell yeah. They're here watching this go down. At Baracho Tats on Instagram. Sick. You heard it, everyone. Go follow. At Baracho Tats. Okay. Great set, you guys. Thanks. Thanks, man. We definitely didn't miss any of the songs up. Yeah, Marcel, Marcel, take the guitar off. Take it out. Put the guitar down. Sit down, man. Sorry, man. I just finished. Yeah. Sit down. Sorry, I just, I can't. uh, I really need to calm down. Yeah. Thanks for this jewel, Subby. Yeah, thanks for the jewels. Uh, you guys, it's a great set. What did you man. guys play? Tell us a little bit about some of the songs again. Just um, so run we did, through them. We did Lalo. We did song. Well, Lalo in the Shag. We talked about earlier. Shout yeah. out to JG and Quintel. We did song in here somewhere. Uh, we did uh, Turf Crusher, and then we finished with uh, Morning Breath. Oh, we also did um, Moment, Moment you, crash. you Crash, and then finished with Morning Breath. Yeah, we tried to do Sea Machine, <laughs> and then oh my god. <laughs> But, um, the song is hard. It's, so it's hard not my fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. It's okay. So, but many of those songs are available on your new record, Nightmare yeah. Miracle. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are on Nightmare Miracle. Um, the other ones are on Stay Asleep. They, you could pay us money to like download them on your computer, or just stream them. Just stream them, and then you know, find us later. Yeah, Stay Asleep's been out for like two years. We just made. Uh, our first fifty dollars on streaming. Yeah, yeah. nice. Wow. Congrats. That was incredible. Yeah, fifty dollar wow. payout. Can I have some? Act- <laughs> <laughs> I think they used it to pay for the studio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right back into other shit. And yeah. don't Did sleep on that show? cassette tape. Yeah, for true. Stay asleep. Almost sold out. Almost sold the fuck out. Finally. So that's great. Yeah, that's three, really cool. Three years. I'm wrong. Almost. Three years in November. All right. Now it's time for the second portion of the show. We've looked. I at always say that phrase. I need to stop saying that phrase. Portion. So here's the next part where you picked records and you're going to play them and talk about them. Let's start with, who should we start with? Who wants to start? We'll start with Sebby. Let's start with Sebby. What up, Seb? Yo. Sebastian. Woo! So. Oh, Sade. I have, yes. I have two songs uh, that I would like to play. One is... Uh, the uh, sweetest taboo, Sade. Uh, of the promise, classic. isn't that her second record? That's my second mom. Or is it her first record? I can't remember. Let's see, 1985. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, it's a classic. Evan Moore. Do you know him? Yeah, that kid. Evan from, uh, W. Moore. Oh no, different kid. Evan Moore. He does like all the shirts. Like he does that Jersey City John Lennon shirt. Oh, I've and seen the that kid's work. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I had him on this show, and he turned me on to that Sade record. Yo. And then I got it. He's a real one. He's a he's a, a big one. Sade fan, and he played in a Sade cover band last Halloween, Fuck. which is cool. Whoa. But. I That's love Sade, so great, great selection. And then you picked my favorite record by that band that most people have never heard of. You know? Really? 
It's a really oh, underground album. The, the album Revolver by the Beatles. Yeah, Liverpool's it. only. The Beatles. Oh, yo. And we're going to do um, I'm Only Sleeping. Great song. The third track. It's one of my favorite Beatles songs. It's really sweet uh, and uh, kind of sad and uh, really nice to, to listen to. Kind of vibey, yeah, you know. Uh, it's got a vibe <laughs> that song. It's got a sleeping vibe no. for sure. Catch Sebi in that new movie where nobody else remembers the Beatles, right? Except for yeah, him you can, and the yeah, other main character. And actually, like, bro, that's just, actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I unravel the plot. You could have been the star in that movie, Sebi. I don't know why, but you could. Yeah. I don't know. You would have killed it in that film. I walk in at the end with a dagger. Guess what I say? <laughs> Hello, Pulpit. <laughs> I just say that again. I thought you were gonna say, um, <laughs> what's the name of that what movie? Yesterday. 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 Sal starring Sebi. So, yeah, basically. Yesterday. Yeah, just check him out in the post credits. You know, after the <laughs> regular credits. But what if someone did just randomly remember all the Beatles songs and they never existed? Would they be hits like that? I feel like maybe that's not exactly that's how it would thing. have like, happened. I don't, I don't you know? think that would work now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, It's not Old Town the Road. The Beatles do not sound like Old Town Road. What if we woke up tomorrow and nobody remembered Old Town Road? Yeah. <laughs> no, except Sebi. <laughs> that's Come a on, fucking movie. That's a film. That's a film idea, dude. I swear to God, the horses were in the back. Let's fly to... Billy Ray, come on. Let's fly to L.A. right now. Fly to L.A. right now. Pitch it to every studio ever. My buddy, a friend of mine who's a video editor and videographer, he just edited the Kids Bop video of Old Town Road. (laughs) He edited the video for the Kids Bop version of it. Instead of boobies, they say bougie. Wow. But nothing else. Like, Lean is still in it. And Cheated on My Baby is still in it. Yeah. We're wow. not playing that one. We're not playing that one. Yeah, I'm not, uh, you're not allowed to yeah. play Old Town Road because I don't have the vinyl of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, that's, want, yeah. I want a 7-inch. That's like a 12-inch, bro. I don't care. But it samples 9-inch nails, right? That's the crazy thing about it. It that's does. That's a 9-inch nails beat. The dong, dong. Well, the band Reznor's making dang. a shitload of money, then. Him and Atticus Ross are making a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, nice. Ooh. Yeah, they're the new Hans Zimmer. <laughs> All right. Sebi's picks. Who's next? The Riz? Sure, yeah. Riz? I was a little overwhelmed with all these options. I just, I grabbed one thing. It's a guy to buy voices. Ma Erwig. Yeah, I uh, I spotted it and I was like, oh, wow. I totally, uh, when I was a little younger, I used to take guitar lessons from uh, Doug Gillard, who... Yeah, he's currently like, in Guided by Voices, yeah. He also was in it back in, like, the early yeah. 2000s, and he, like, taught me to play this song, I Am a Tree. Great song. And so I thought I'd go with uh, that. Rizza, you're nailing the whole point of this portion of the show. Being great story. No, great story <laughs> related to the song. Uh, people people are going to listen to that part and really enjoy it because Doug Gillard is in Guided by Voices and he was your guitar teacher and he taught you a Guided by Voices song. So that's basically what, you know. It comes full circle. Yeah, very full circle. I'm glad. Great job. <laughs> All right, so we're playing those three songs to start. Sebi, he picked... The sweetest what did taboo. you pick before the Beatles? The Sweetest Taboo by Sade. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? Who was my swim teacher, but... Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's so full circle, dude. It's so full circle. 
So Sade, the Beatles, I'm only sleeping from Revolver, and I am a tree from Guided by Voices' 1997 album, Ma Erwig. You're listening to Look at My Records, and these are records. I had too much beer. <laughs>
Heard Ooh, some he cursed. songs. Saw Day Beatles, Got It by Voices. Moving on to who's next? You're sitting across from each other. Just stare yeah, each other like, down. Oh, yeah. No, right, wait. Right, stare right, each right. other down a little bit more before. I'm still choosing Monica it. in my head. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay, there you go. All right. Okay. Uh, up first, I'm going to start with Angel Olsen's, what was this, 2015 or 2016? 2016 offering my woman and I, I love the second to last track woman it for me it's like it's like the climax of the whole album it's the longest song it's got the most drama it's got the most flair um, for me this was an album that I didn't I, I didn't really get into when I first heard it and then I saw one of the music videos and I was like oh shit all of a sudden it all made sense everything that she was doing aesthetically and then I went back with that context and re-listened to it and when I got to this track I was like so overwhelmed it was really just incredible yeah I love it um, excellent and up next off of the uh the 2015 album from Preoccupations. Back then they were called Viet Cong. Um, I was playing in this jazz group back then with these kids from the new school and the drummer, Sam, who, if he's listening, I love you, man. Thank you for showing me this record. Um, he was over at my place and he was like, hey, have you ever heard of Viet Cong? And he put them on and he was trying to explain to me how important they were to him by putting them on and then moving his arms really dramatically, like like this, like, oh, right? And I, and I, I think I got it, I got this one immediately. It's so dark, it's so yeah. atmospheric. Uh, it's, it's like booming. Uh, and my favorite track on it is the final track called Death. Um, it's 11 minutes long and it actually topped my, like, top 100 tracks on Spotify for that nice. year because I listened to it so many times uh, and I mean it's you know it's a long song it's got a lot going on it's pretty noisy but for me it's like I can do anything to this track I go to the I go shopping to this track I clean my room to this track uh, I, I pet my cat to this track you can versatile. do anything it's versatile. versatile track it's versatile it's and it's incredible so please enjoy yes that that guy has a really his voice like when he sings it's yeah. so well i <sighs> I, th I think they they nailed it better on this album than their later albums I, I i don't really like their later albums after this one um because for me they actually they pushed his voice a bit higher and even, even though he has a lower voice and for him nailing those those higher melodies and vocal lines um added so much drama and intensity to the tracks versus on the newer albums he didn't put in as much effort. It was in a much lower register, and for me, it was just kind of a sleeper. So I really do appreciate this album. It's a great record. It's a ripper. It's a rip. It's it a rips. real ripper. It does rip. Thank you, Mika. Micah, excuse me. That's all right, Micah. Wasn't there? Isn't there some artist called Mika? Yeah, Micah. Probably. Something else. And now, Marcel. Okay. Um, let's see here. I got a couple. Tommy got some real deep cuts here, man. Um, the beats. Yo. Was, okay. Yeah. So, shouts out to my Juan man. Juan Waters. Juan Waters from his original band called The Beats. I think inspired from like that show, Doug. But I it's could be gotta completely. Be. You know, I like, mean, it's gotta be. You can't not call yourself The Beats and yeah. not actually think of Doug. You know, I, saw, I know he's from. Um, Argentina, right? I, I forget he, where he's from. Oh my gosh, I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, I know. I'm I don't want to get it wrong where he's from. He's from South America. He's from somewhere in South America. I think he's Uruguayan. I could be completely Yeah, I th actually, you're right. I think you're right. Um, 
and yeah so like the his band was like super super formative while i was like yeah growing up i remember you you made a post recently about that vivian girls yeah because vivian girls got back together and so i was thinking of all the bands i liked in 2009 yeah and this is like for one of them for sure one of the best like album art best album artists that they've ever used is this dude matthew valls who makes incredible art he does he's like now he does art for like mac demarco and a couple of yeah. like larger dudes but his like his stuff's really cool it's really funny um i have a, a 45 of theirs as well that has like a scene from seinfeld on it it's pretty good um but my favorite track on this one is called i think i might have built a horse so that's that's the one that i the one that i choose awesome in this one um the other record i have is the gay parade by of montreal which is like one of my favorite albums ever uh this is like the in my opinion the only of montreal album which is ridiculous because they have so many other ones but you should listen to this one yeah it's a um, good one yeah it's like a really good album artwork it's like really telling of the whole like elephant six era of music when that was happening also really formative to like me and like all my all my friends that listen to that stuff um i'm a little torn about like what to pick from this one because the whole album's just like a large it's basically like a whole listen just like front to back but um fun loving none i think is my favorite one it's the second track from the album wonderful song yeah um and then i snuck this one in just in case yeah of course we could squeeze it in they're about to put out some newer album i don't know what it sounds like but it's probably just going to be good as always but um big fan of long neck my, my friend lily uh makes some really cool music jersey city's on long neck yeah um yeah, shouts out to them. Um, I'm gonna choose Ten Thousand Year Old Woman. It's a real, real good, good album good closer. Song. Real good, good song. closer. Um, off their tape it's called "Will This Do?" But uh, on Tiny Engines. Tiny Engines, yeah, 2018 yeah. release. Yeah, I think now I know. Tape. I know they're working on some new stuff too. So it's gonna. It's probably gonna top this too. So yeah, this cassette I believe was also available in yellow. In yeah, they got red. the red version. Being got the you red. Know, you know, for like all the red. comrades out there. Yeah, for all the yeah. For all the comrads out there. For for also for all, 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 the, all the guys named Conrad out there, for man. All the comrades named Conrad out there. <laughs> for all the <laughs> communists named Conrad. Yeah. I got the red version of Long Necks. Will this do? Just for you. Just for you. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's it's funny. There's a bonus track on the red version. That's just the Soviet anthem. That if you play it to the end. Bye. Shout out to my little brother who's leaving right now. By the <laughs> way. Bye. Bye, Philip. Love Bye, you. Bye, Philip. Thank you, buddy. You're amazing. What a guy. Yeah. Real homeboy. What a homie. This is a great. This is actually a really, really good record. Yeah. Like anyways, yeah. Sorry, Long Neck is uh, no, I do quite good. <laughs> a lot of good songs. Yeah, that album. The whole Mine, thing yours, is good, Elizabeth. Of course, that's the yeah. single. I feel like that's the the hit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, Ten thousand year old woman is a great song too. Um, they recorded that not too far from where I live now. Up, uh, I don't. I live like about thirty minutes from New Paltz. So they've cool. Oh, they've recorded it in New Paltz. Yeah, I didn't know that. Recording. Highly would recommend them. Salvation. Really cool, but yeah, that's th- those are the ones that I, I that I wanted to pick. Um, Sick. You got a pretty good record collection, Tom. Yeah, last, dude. I know you moved apartments since the last time we were here, so yeah. uh, you, you've organized them really well. You've made it fun for us to to scavenge, uh, and I appreciate that. It's been a challenge. I appreciate you. Thanks appreciate for being you, the first band to appear two times on this podcast. Thank you so much. Well, hopefully we're in working the on new stuff something episode, 90 yeah, something well, episodes of this podcast. We'll have to send you to the new stuff when it's all done. Man. Hell yeah. And second band to play full band set in this yeah. apartment. Yeah. Shout out the CR and the, uh, the good general the degenerates. Yeah. 
Well, Christian Owen. Christian Owen. He was. They were the first uh, band that his band Winnebago. Yeah, oh, was Winnebago. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. But yeah, they were. I great. can't keep up, man. And thanks to Corey Zach, of course, Corey. Yeah, for doing Corey. live Woo. sound. Uh, Catch the live FM. set that happened. He's at FM. Say hi to him, and he has his own studio as oh. well. Give him money. Yeah, please give him money. Which is called Cocoon Recordings. Cocoon Studio. Oh yeah, cool yeah. man. Cocoon Recordings. Yeah, some good studios. gear in here, so I'll take his word. Dude's for got it. gear. I'll trust that. He's got. I'll take gear. that deal. He's got. Would gear. you take that deal, Rizzo? Well, I take that deal. What are we talking about? Would you take that deal, Sebi? Shark Tank now? Alright. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're playing some songs from starting with Angel Los and Viet Cong. Then we're playing of Montreal and the Beats and Long Neck. You're listening to Look at My Records. Look we'll be back records. after these Look five songs records. are played.
All right, we're back. We played Angel Olsen via Kong of Montreal. Um, the beats. The beats and long neck. Here with Morris Alba, who Yeehaw. played their hearts out here in my apartment. Yeah, man. Maybe they pissed off some people who live in my building. Maybe they didn't. Fuck them. Maybe, maybe they fucked with us, man. Maybe they, or know. Yeah, or, or fuck them, I guess. You're yeah, right, fuck them. But anyway. Yeah. All right, Morris Alba. Find him on Bandcamp, morrisalba.bandcamp.com. Like we mentioned already, only a handful. It's not even a handful of cassettes left. No, it's, it's like, like three cassettes. We have less cassettes than there are fingers on if, our hands, you know? If Marcel was holding all the cassettes, he could also, like, carry something else. Like groceries or something, yeah. you, know? So, like plant, you know? So it's not a handful. You're still... So act fast if you want a copy. Seriously, these things will be it. gone. We're probably not going to make these again. Don't. We'll see. Don't. Don't. That's it. So act fast. MorrisAlba.bandcamp.com. You can also find the digital version of Nightmare Miracle. Any physical release plan uh, for that? Not yet. Not yet. Working on it. Working on it. Cool. So stay tuned. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. all the Cameo. good platforms. Cameo, Twitter. You on Twitter? Uh, yeah, we're on Twitter. Twitter, Morris Alba. And, of course, available on all streaming services, Spotify, Hell Apple yeah. Music. The Beast. Maybe Tidal. I don't know. I always say that. We are. We oh, are. We are. Yeah. 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 Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just at the hi-fi streaming, then. So go see, uh, go listen to Morris Alba out there on the internet and stuff. We'll see you on the road. We'll see you on the road, homies. And we're going to play one more song, pre-recorded version. Mm-hmm. We're going to play this live, but Winter, great song. Thanks, Tom. Maybe we'll play, maybe we could play live in the room version. We yeah, we got yeah. yeah, I love that live in the we room thing. Have a live version. I was listening to those three songs on repeat the other day, oh, basically. Thanks, getting yeah. pumped for this. So yeah. what about the live in a room version of Winter? That sounds good. Program? That was a real, yeah, that was a good one. Like I say, go for it. If you're listening to this episode and you've been listening the whole way through, you've only heard live versions of Morris Alva's music. Beautiful thing. It's a rare, you know, you can't. That's what we aim for, dude. Come see us live. There's not that many um, examples of it online. So now there will be. Now there will be. be. Guys, thanks for shredding hard in this apartment. Thank you for having us. This place is better because of it. Fuck turfs. Thank you, Tom. Hell yeah. You guys will see you next time. Thank you, Morris Alba. This is Winter performed at Live in a Room. Yeah. See ya.